Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, romance. we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, ro I, I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know! Alright, so come on down to- wait, why did I say come on down? To Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Hi listeners, I'm Carolina. And I'm Tessa. And together we are Femme Regard Podcast. Mmm, Femme. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the Femme Fam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. Summoned from the basement, the three of us bring you the only full moon film that it seems Charles Band has no interest in doing a sequel to, Shrieker from 1998, as picked by me. This was the first time for everybody but me watching this movie, I think. <laughs> like so all the time, though. <laughs> that's true. I've seen a lot. But <laughs> so I have to say, re-watching this movie... I still don't understand why Charles Band is so like hyper against there ever being a Shrieker too. Because yeah, it's a piece of trash, but like that monster could go into so many sequels. That monster is so fucking overpowered; it's unreal. Yeah, it's like there's no way to kill him except to hand him the the note. Oh, spoiled the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, so whoever wrote this fucking script is probably like when they got to how to defeat the Shrieker, they were like, oh. This is genius. No one <laughs> yeah. would see this coming. <laughs> it's an interesting movie for sure. But you know what? I got to say, A, it's short. It's like 68 minutes or something. <laughs> B, that 68 minutes actually goes pretty quick. Like I, I looked at the clock on the movie and I was like, oh, shit, there's only like 15 minutes left. Sweet. Like I wasn't miserable watching this movie, which I was terrified oh, no. that I yeah. would be. Like I was like, oh, yeah, no, no, it's not a bad watch. But, you know. How a while back, Brian was like, Destroyer is the most forgettable movie that we've watched for this podcast. I I would obviously say no, because I did enjoy my watch of Destroyer. Not that I'd want to watch it again. But this might be the most forgettable movie that we've discussed <laughs> thus far. It's just like so mediocre. Like well, everything about it is 50% energy. Yeah, it's it's a snooze fest. 
Like it, it's not, <laughs> it's very well forgettable. The reason that Destroyer is officially the most forgettable was when I saw we posted it, I was like, was I not on this episode? <laughs> and and Dude, then we started I, I hate to listening. break it to you, but like you, you, you always feel like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it's also just the everything I've put in my body for 28 years that my mind sucks. But I just genuinely <laughs> forgot about the movie until we listened to it. And even then listening to the episode, I retained about 10 to 15 percent of what that movie was. Well, like, here's the thing. So I I always liked the look of the Shrieker. In fact, I have one of the Shrieker action figures. I found it at a convention. I was like, oh, shit. So I picked it up. But like. The streaker doesn't do anything impressive while killing anybody. Like, there's no memorable kill in this movie. It's and a they, scratch face. He just yeah. scratches faces. <laughs> and he's they like do, a cat. <laughs> yeah. And they don't want to like. Clearly, when they built the streaker, they built some really cool parts to it. But as a whole, it looked like trash because you almost never see this thing. Yeah, you in don't its see it in its entirety at all. <laughs> it's yeah. gotta be far away. Yeah. So, full being, it's just far away. So I did finish reading the Full Moon book, like the history of Full Moon Pictures book okay. that I bought at Comic-Con. And they talk about Shrieker and how the guy who wrote Shrieker had already written a sequel. Like he was really excited for the sequel because he uh, wanted to up the ante. Okay. And Charles Band was just like, no, we're good. And he's like, no, but he's like, he gets a third head. Like every sequel, it grows an extra oh head. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I am on board. <laughs> and that poor guy was talking to his wife and was like, okay, I am inventing this movie franchise. And she's like, honey. It's really tough to sell a movie, let alone sell a movie with sequels. And he's like, baby, I'm going to Charles Band. I'm guaranteed at least eight of these. <laughs> and just one day, Charles Band's like, nah, one and done is okay. I got to shoot Puppet Master 20. <laughs> so the script, the, this feels like, you know, um, Roger Corman used to do these things where he'd be like, I bet I could make a movie in a weekend. And that's how we oh, got like Little abs- Shop of Horrors. Yeah. Yep, this like, feels exactly like that. When your opening credits is also all of the exposition that you could possibly need for the show. <laughs> like, like, I started fast-forwarding because at first I'm like... you can't, Yeah, you can't fast-forward through the exposition at the beginning. Well, that's the thing, because I was like, I think the credits are literally just a black backdrop with names and like someone scribbling in a book. And then I started to fast forward and the, the closed captions started popping. I'm like, wait, he's fucking talking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I, I think I need to actually bust open my notes this early. Um, yeah. Like my first note is this ridiculous voiceover because it's, it's insane. Like the guy's not, he's like in a world where blah, 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 you know, (laughs) And it's like, I cannot tell you what he was saying. Like, it was so boring and droney and pointless. It was almost like when, like, South Park parodies, like, quest movies, like Lord of the Rings. And it's that, like, comically bad, like, voiceover talking about their journey. It was so annoying. So I love I love the whole introduction to all of the characters, though. I think that that's wait, like wait, 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 my wait. favorite before, part in the movie. Before we get there, yeah, because I, I know exactly who you're going to talk about, and I agree. Um, but there is, like, legit a drawing of the lament configuration in this, this uh, the voiceover part at the beginning. And I'm like, they definitely didn't pay Clive Barker the rights for the fucking <laughs> lament configuration. They just took it. <laughs> so the the movie literally kicks off with a guy talking to a girl 
and he's basically oh, explaining to her where she can live and it's just he's like it's free housing and i'm like it's squatting like it's absolutely it's not free housing yeah you don't <laughs> know what free housing is <laughs> but well i mean I, he it's technically true yeah i Ooh. have to say i have to say listening to the rules of this house I would take this deal. <laughs> like, I know you would. <laughs> like, well, it. So here's the thing: Would I move out of my parents' house for this deal? Probably not. If I didn't have anywhere else to live, absolutely. That looks like a large room that you get all to yourself. <laughs> I don't understand why there's power in that building. Yeah, that I have a question about the power, the running <laughs> like, water, the fact that she has all this. Um, she has all this furniture. Yeah, she just moved it all in. <laughs> no, she had her her fuck buddy move it in for her. I, it just doesn't make sense because, like, when I was, I mean, okay. So when I was in college, I obviously I had no furniture. To, I thought you were literally about to say. So when I was squatting, <laughs> the only thing I squat is to poop because I poop in a hole outside. <laughs> <laughs> is he about to say a hole in the woods? Because... Yes, that's exactly what I was trying to get to. Uh, uh, you guys remember that movie, Sick? Uh, anyway, so so when I was in college, the only time I squat is when I poop because I have trouble getting it out when I straight up. Man, we talk about poop on the show a lot. Um, sorry, ladies, uh, we're all taken. Um, <laughs> Not true. Not true. I, yeah, we are. I'm We're trying to make us sound good, buddy. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, so, okay. When I was in, God, fuck, I totally lost my train of thought, just like this movie. Uh, so when I was in college, I had no furniture whatsoever. And it took years for me after college to get any furniture too. Like Megan and I started dating and I had a bed and a futon and she was like, where's all your furniture? <laughs> I like that you had a bed and a futon as if the futon couldn't have just acted like the bed. You could have just had one piece of furniture. Listen, you can't make the boom boom on a, on a futon all the time, all right? My first <laughs> I was going to say, the keyword there is all of the time. Yeah. because it's Honestly, possible. that bed before she came along, it, it saw a lot of sleeping. <laughs> I, I wasn't smart enough to go to college, but my first year in Florida, I slept on an air mattress, and it was a single air mattress. It was it like the worst side. possible thing for your fucking back ever? Yeah, it was awful. Because so, I would I would inflate it like once a week. So by like oh the God. sixth day, I was just like being hugged by this bed. I looked like, fucking, <laughs> looked like Brian. Johnny Depp and Nightmare on Elm Street just getting sucked into the bed. So, um, Brian, I've got it. I have a worse story. So when I moved to Los Angeles, the entire time I was there, all six months, I slept on a very large uh, air mattress that I never once reinflated. For some reason, it just held its air. Because you guys are lazy as fuck. What is wrong with you people? So, so by the last month, I couldn't sleep comfortably on it because the air had expanded and bursted all of the seams and there was just a giant bubble in the center of the air mattress. <laughs> but I knew but I knew I was moving home in a few weeks. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to buy a new air mattress. So I just dealt with it. Jesus. <laughs> God, there's so much wrong with you guys as people. <laughs> I like, went I, an entire is it your year. Dad's fault? Like I it, don't know. I went an entire year sleeping on an air mattress, and I was fine with it. And then I was hanging out with this girl, and I was putting in a lot of work with this girl. <laughs> I 
tried to tried to we were hanging out on the beach and she's like i am not having sex with you on the beach and i was like okay so then the next night we were hanging out at my house and she's like i am not having sex on an air mattress so the next day i got a bed and that is the rest is history so that's all you need to do to get me to do things is offer sex and i will do it i know i've been on a podcast <laughs> with you for a year all right so the- okay so we're going to talk about the people right well, we can talk about the people. I also, real quick, before we get into all of the people, I want to say that I love that basically the entire um, way that you get into this housing unit is one of them makes you a key without asking you and then tells you about it while they walk you to it. And then you basically just meet the other people and then you turn your back and they're like, anyone oppose? And if no one raises their hand, you've got a place to live, my friend. Not yeah, what happens if you uh, if they don't want you? Like you're just destitute. Yeah, and you already know how to get there and know every secret of it, and can just go to the police and be like, "Yo, there's some people squatting in that fucking house up there." Yeah, I guess logic. We we really don't need to apply any logic to this goddamn movie. No, there's but, none. None but there's of it like, makes sense. I mean, I'm going to say moderately. The key word here is moderately. But one of the guys is moderately well known, uh, and that's the it's actor because, who plays David. Is that that's the guy that's in all the Hatchet movies, right? He's in Hatchet, and more importantly, he's in the new guy. No, more uh, importantly, what? he's in First Daughter, starring Michael Keaton. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yes, nice. Um, yeah, Michael Keaton was in First Daughter. Yeah, yeah. he was the president. <laughs> I think. You know, he's made some bad life decisions, just like both you guys. <laughs> That's why we love him so much. Apparently. Jesus. But yeah, no, he's one of the guys in the band and the new guy. When was the last time that any normal person watched the new guy? If it's any time after 2002. It yeah. has not been a decade, Brian. You love the new guy. You did a school presentation. <laughs> Matt, I am 28 years old. I can assure you I haven't watched the new guy since I was 18. Was I loved him um, for five years from 13 was, to 18. What was the, who was the actor you were doing a presentation on and why? I, all I remember is that it you wasn't used- the new guy. It wasn't the new guy. It was in Spanish class. I did Horatio Sands and we got no, you, you use the new guy because he has that scene where he's in jail as like no, no, I didn't. I got in trouble because I used Horatio Sands and I did the scene. The reason you're thinking it's the new guy is because I did the scene from Road Trip when he <laughs> licks the when he licks the uh, the French toast and puts it in his pants. But it's also got DJ Qual. That's why you're confused. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. They're like, did you think that was funny? Because like, I love and you're like, fuck yeah, I thought it was funny because Brian Kelly. I love how in in like our school district, they never double checked. Like, I got in trouble so much, and it started off as like an accident. Like, I I can't remember. I think it was like a uh, one of the one of my brother's CDs I brought in to play. I think it maybe was like Kid Rock. I put in only God knows why or something like just had like a lot of cursing for music class in like fourth grade. I just, oh, they just never double check your work. They're like, we'll show this in front of an entire school. Yeah. And then they're like, you think that that was appropriate when he licked the French toast and put it on his genitals? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like at Sun Valley, if you were in the battle of the bands, they didn't want you cursing on stage. So you had to submit your lyrics, which doesn't stop anyone from actually. actually swearing. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, we did the gorillas, Clint Eastwood. I just changed the words on the lyric sheet. Dude, um, what's her name? Miss George? Is that the name of the music teacher? 
she was yeah. so insane in middle school uh these like goth girls were gonna do a full female cover of smells like teen spirit and then me eric biggest and nikiki were gonna be the cheerleaders and uh we turned in the lyrics and we changed my libido to my burrito <laughs> she looked it up online and wouldn't let us do it because she double checked the lyrics my which burrito. is funny which but is funny everyone because, else doesn't like, care <laughs> yeah well what's funny to me about that especially is like fucking Kurt Cobain was making up the lyrics on the fly there's a chance my burrito almost made the cut <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of now that John Mulaney with uh, Mick Jagger I can't get no happiness. No <laughs> satisfaction. Yeah. Next <laughs> one. <laughs> um, all right. So Scott, let's get to the quote that you've been like creaming yourself to say. For the next <laughs> yeah, is it my, do I, do I say it? Yeah, say go it. for it. I'm not gay. Just because I have short hair and a great body doesn't, I don't want you to think I'm gay. Uh, and then he goes on to say, I've slept with 17 different women and not one of them was a man. <laughs> Are you that taking is, any poli sci courses? I have, I have two girlfriends, actually. That's how much of a man I am. That is exactly what a gay man would say. <laughs> I, I have a friend. I will not say his name because he passed away a few years ago. Rest in oh, peace. Fuck. But I am so convinced that he was gay, which that's okay with it. But the one thing that really locked it in where I'm like, only a gay man would say that is he called me and he said, what are you doing? I said, I'm on my way to dinner. He said, cool. I just got done with this Tinder chick. And I said, all right, do you want to come to dinner? He said, yeah, but let me shower first and watch this vagina juice off my penis. And I was like, uh, that's not what we say. Yeah. <laughs> The story, I would if if the punchline was so goddamn golden, I would have made Matt cut that when he edited. Oh, communism is dead. Yeah. Oh God, I I intentionally was like, I am not taking notes on this girl. I'm sure Scott will bring her up. I'm fine if I forget that she existed. Well, she okay. So this movie is what two thousand ninety eight. 98 and okay boy do they show oh, it in every 20 episode. years 20 year anniversary episode <laughs> <laughs> just making the cut it's 2019 next week but we pulled it off baby oh, if it man. wasn't for like their outfits and hairstyle like the one girl literally has jennifer aniston's hairstyle from friends oh yeah like, if it wasn't for the way they looked this it, this like just feels like an early 80s movie like it's just <laughs> so bad in that I sense think it's it's too self-aware to be an 80s flick though because most of them played it straight and this movie plays nothing straight um it's uh you i don't know there's a lot of winking. oh yeah dude the yeah. i'm not gay part it just seals it yes yeah. oh so see, they I know they're that. making a piece of shit i watched it thinking that they were just really they just really wanted to make a horror movie and they thought that this was going to be good. I think both of these things, I don't think it's mutually exclusive, you know, like they definitely wanted to make a horror movie, but I'm pretty sure that they also were like, 
we know we're making something schlocky. Let's have fun well, with it. Especially if it's like it's full moon that's producing it. Like there's an expectation that it's like aware that it's not good. I, um, I, I, I think and I could good. be wrong. I think at some point full moon, like I don't know when, but I think at some point full moon realized what they were. But I think their first like decade was genuine. Absolutely. Yeah, but this yeah. is the tail end of that decade. Yeah. They started in 89. There were seven Puppet Master movies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, like, I think they had, I think this was made in the era that they were like, yo, let's just pull clips and footage from other Puppet Master movies and then shoot 20 minutes of actors talking and splice that shit together. Like, this yeah. was like, we might go under. Pictures <laughs> era. Um, so there's three specific things that I adore in this movie that I want to kind of bring up one by one and see if anyone else has them. Because there, there are moments in the movie that just show a complete lacking of understanding of anything that's <laughs> happening in, in the world. The one is the ADR'd water pouring into a glass that happens. Oh, in yeah. Movie. Oh, it's absurd. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as if it wasn't bad enough that we we have to be subjected to the concept that these squatters have running water and electricity. Yeah. She's like, hey, let me get you some water. And then it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> they just got some fucking sound effects from um, from Niagara Falls. And they're like, this will do. <laughs> you know how a sink sounds. I like when that happened. I was like writing something else in my notes and I my head like popped up. I was like, what the fuck was that? That was the water pouring. <laughs> like and then you have the computer program that she's working oh on. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so endearing the fact that <laughs> Full they, Moon clearly just put a camera in front of a computer screen because it's constantly jumping. Yeah. Like if you were to film your computer right yeah, now, it would, it would just jump. And that's what it was every time it was showing the computer. But I also love I also love that it's just like it made me think of there's a scene in Freaks or Freaked, Freaked, where they go into uh, Randy Quaid's office and they're looking at the computer and they're like, we've busted into his his database. By God, it's complicated. And it just cuts to like a checkerboard of cartoon renderings of all of the characters in the movie. It's just like, doop, doop. That's like how I feel every time they show these fucking ancient drawings just moving around. It's like, well, so here's the thing is that we're actually talking about two things. Brian and I are laughing about when she's using the, like the, 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 did she have the library or something like that? Yeah. 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 It's, it's like they, they, this was at the time where no one apparently knew how to um, do video of a computer screen because it was 1998. And, um, but then you're also talking about the um, the yeah she has like somehow she has a computer program that deciphers that it's it's a, a four dimensional key. Is that what? It looks like asteroids is what's happening. Like it's just yes, like a bunch of triangles and circles moving around. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. did this in high school for a graphic design class, you'd fail your project. <laughs> <laughs> but then the other thing that made me laugh 
so hard was that so so the main character meets robert who's like a squatter among the squatters like he's hanging out in the basement they don't know i mean if that guy isn't a red herring i mean he's not even a red herring he's just so obviously behind it all like i wasn't shocked yeah i was like oh no not him um so (laughs) but he talks about like yes the shrieker will give you a sheet of paper like you'll get a sheet of paper and that's your your mark or like and like in my head I'm thinking like a tiny note like when when she opens the little <laughs> note that says like I know what you did last summer and I know what you did last summer and then she's like on the phone with Tiny she's like is there a piece of paper you've got to look and she looks down and it's a full fucking sheet of yeah. paper like it's massive the it's guy what pulls a big... poster board out of his pocket he's like, Whoa, <laughs> where did this go from? <laughs> It's like she's looking at a band set list on a stage. Yeah. <laughs> so and every if that's what's happening, all the songs say you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> but also it feels like in 24 hours, Robert has this plan and corrupts the one girl. Like this is before the movie starts, obviously. He corrupts the one girl. Yo, we're gonna have like this ultimate power with the shrieker, blah 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 blah. Right? All we need is another person. So then our main character shows up. And in 24 hours, Robert's like, I like this main person better. Let me try to backstab this other girl to save this one instead. Like, it's fucking ludicrous. Yeah, Yeah, but my bigger problem is how did she not know that she got that mark on her back at the end? (laughs) He just tattooed her in the night. (laughs) Surprise. Yeah, it doesn't. What a fucking dumb. (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't. There's nothing. So this movie is. 68 minutes long, let's say. Something like that. Yeah, about 68 short, to yeah. 70. Yeah, it but, has the slowest credits crawl I have ever seen in my well, they, fucking life. Yeah, like they didn't even have... This is a short film. It's yes. it's a short film. But like I looked at... Because there's not a lot of people in this movie. Like that's the yeah. other big thing. Like this movie, I would say that the set at one point at its peak had 20 people on it, maybe. If we're talking Including, camera guys. Yes. Catering, all of that. So Catering? Come on, Matt. Someone had to make those peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So it's seven minutes of credits. And like, and they move so slow. Like, it's, think about how long it takes for 20 names to scroll across the screen in seven minutes. And that's the speed in which the credits are crawling at the end of this movie. It's bonkers. I also like the one thing that was they they paid attention to detail and was very realistic is when um, the red herring, who's not the red herring, gets shot. They did react the way you would react when your friend murders someone, which is way to go, Todd. (laughs) (laughs) Good work, you fucking asshole. Yeah, Yeah, like, oh, man. Well, this movie also ends with guys. This movie ends with the worst closing line. Like, you know, you usually want to have like a good zinger at the end of the movie, and this one just ends with, "Would you ever even see that guy?" (laughs) Oh man, seven! I can't stress this enough. Seven minutes of credits. (laughs) Yeah. So I actually have the 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 film length. It's one hour and seven minutes, and then it hits the credits. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's in total like an hour and 20 minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe 14 I, minutes. I mean, it's, I, it's not. I fast forwarded this movie because the credits were moving and there was part of me that thought, oh, maybe there's a video zone at the end of this. There's enough time. 
Uh, no, there isn't. Also, that's a deep cut for those Full Moon fans that love the VHS tapes. But I'm going to cut that joke. That joke yeah. bombed. <laughs> Leave it. <laughs> well, I, I'm sorry that I uh, that I didn't laugh at it. Uh, no, because it's all right you didn't because it wasn't funny. <laughs> so I have to go through some shit in my notes. Just let me bust through this real quick. Yeah, I want you guys to remember how bad this Robert guy is at acting. All right? So... <clears throat> Here's one line. My motives are varied and often obscured. Seriously? Like, who who writes that? And then who says it like that? He, he can't. He's so bad. It was so, like, I want to be, um, fuck, what the hell is it? Christian Slater. Yes. In Heathers. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was it. Like, a greetings and salutations was his oh. every line from this guy. Man, I I really hate Christian Slater and Heather's. I don't like that movie, first of all, and I know that's like blasphemy. And I, even Megan's mad at me for not liking that. But man, Christian Slater is like a neck beard, but an attractive fucking <laughs> incel in that movie. Yeah, he pretty much says "milady" that entire movie. He's yeah, not too shy from it. You know what is great? Christian Slater is gleaming the cube because his name is Brian Kelly. <laughs> and I the like fact the, that you even know that movie I, I don't i've never even heard of it oh it's, it's a, a skateboarding, skateboarding hacker movie yeah. <laughs> what what's it called again gleaming, gleaming the cube. cube that is the worst name for a movie i've ever heard <laughs> he's got to solve his brother's murder <laughs> <laughs> um so there for a split second when Brian was going to be like, you know what's top-notch Christian Slater? I was sitting here waiting for him to be like, Fern Gully. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Christian Slater's top. in Fern Gully? He's, he's, he's the voice of the main guy? No, you would think that. He's the voice of the fairy that's jealous of the main guy for hanging out with the Sarah Math- or, uh, Samantha Matheson fairy, which is almost like they just did Pump Up the Volume Part 2 with fairies. Wait, so Samantha Mathis... Is yeah. the voice of the fairy in, in Ferngully? Yeah, she is. Anyway, back to your notes. As bad as Robert is at acting, the lead girl and the her boyfriend, they, the people that live through this thing, are the worst kissers. Like, their first kiss is so awkward, and I'm like, please make it stop, because it goes on for about 90 seconds. It's painful <laughs> as hell, man. It reminds me of high school. Yeah. It reminds me of yesterday. Because um, <laughs> I totally was doing that in high school. Oh, no, I didn't. They called me old Makeout Kelly back in high school. You I mean, go anywhere without finding Matt Kelly making out with somebody in high school. You know, I don't know if I've said this on the show before, but um, I didn't have my first kiss until I was almost 18. Oh, shit. Well, I at least beat you there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You beat me in the rest of life achievements. <laughs> <laughs> I was it was a small school and I was not popular, but I did have a pop punk band, so I wonder if that eventually led to uh led to the kiss, man, cuz Yeah, but 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 I did touch a boob before I kissed a girl. So that's a weird That's weird. That's weird. Well, I was in theater, so I've got an off-the-air story for later, but continue. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, I, I was in theater, so, you know, like, all the theater kids are horny, and so you just, like, touch a boob, and it doesn't mean anything, I guess. <laughs> I, I almost know. feel touch like you're about to be... Touch her boob? Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> assault, brother. 
You're like, well, I was in theater, so the scene called for it. No, no, it's when you're waiting around to do your scene. You experiment. Have you guys looked up the cover of this movie, by the way? The the cover of this movie gives away the red herring. And it is just Scream. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, this movie is called Shriek. It's Shriek. It's got the two people that are the bad guys, and then the cover is just the entire cast. Well, see, that's the... But that's the funny thing is that you're like when you sent me that picture, that is not what I have. Like, no, I no, have no, you have the one DVD. of the actual shrieker monster on the front, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I rented from the video store as a kid. Yeah, no, that's what it's under a shriek on. Um, which I love that. I feel like Full Moon was like, no one's ever gonna fucking watch Shrieker, but maybe we can trick him into thinking that it's like a scream ripoff with this cover. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. You're not wrong at all. Because when yeah. you sent that to me, Brian, I'm like, no, that's not the movie. <laughs> like, I got. Yeah, but then you watch the synopsis. You read the synopsis, and you're like, oh, yep, yep, that's right. Yeah, I paid thirty dollars to watch this movie. What? What? Yeah. Is that how long you've had the uh, full, full moon? moon? Oh, okay. <laughs> I've had full moon for four ninety nine a month for the past twelve months, which is fifty nine eighty eight, and I watched this in arcade. So divide that by two, and it's like twenty nine ninety four. There's spent something else. Movie. There's something else full moon that we that I know that I had to get on your. Um, I, I got on your Amazon to watch it for the show. I don't remember what it was, but. Um, Okay, so 20. <laughs> 20 <laughs> yeah. I feel like we did have another full moon. I just can't remember. Yeah, and remember Brian, either. trust me, there will be more. All right. You good. picked your next pick, your first pick of 2019. I'm going to be using your your Amazon to get to full moon to watch oh, it. Oh, yeah. And that'll be worth it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a, that'll be a good episode. It'll be very nostalgic and fun. So, yeah, keep that full moon. And if you need be, we can, like, I can give you. I can Patreon send you some Patreon cash. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they won't mind. They'll be like, they're suffering for their art. It's all right. <laughs> so the last thing I want to say about this is the you know that that white shirt with the the blue uh, stripes on it that the the lead actress wears through most of this film. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had that. I had that shirt in 1997. <laughs> nice. And that's what I'm not. I'm not saying that that she's wearing a man's shirt, nor am I saying that I wore a woman's shirt. I'm saying that 1997 was such an odd time that that was kind of like a unisex style. Was it? (laughs) What are you trying to say, man? (laughs) I don't know about your parents. I just know that my mom, if it was a hand-me-down, I wore a lot of women's clothing. This well, is, I've, and now you just try to look like you live in a uh, homeless shelter. <laughs> yeah. Now I spent like, $40 on this shirt that looks like it went through a meat packing plant. Hey, did you rip your shirt? No, I paid extra to have it that way. <laughs> uh, at least you admit that it's stupid. <laughs> it is. I And I can't buy this anymore. I'm not allowed. Did Jade put the kibosh on it? Jade, you're the kibosh down. <laughs> She's like, you need to look like an adult. An adult. Can I ask you a genuine question, Brian? Uh-huh. Did you try to wear it to a fancy dinner because it was expensive? <laughs> no, no. So You're like, babe, this is nice clothes. I paid a lot of money for it. So she 
put a kibosh on it because I am a man that likes to dress one of my I, I like to dress my body type, right? And I've put on a decent amount of weight. So when we're going out to eat, I want to be comfortable because I'm pudgy and I'm portly. So I'm going to put on my best pair of sweats and I'm put on my Tommy Bahama button down and my whole body's going to breathe. And it is not a good look for Jade. So I'm not allowed to wear that anymore. Pause this shit. Sweatpants in public. Sweatpants and a Tommy Bahama button down. But like that doesn't make any sense at all. Because it's like, is this guy wearing swept? Ooh, a Tommy Bahama. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's like trying no, to please. mix Mexican and continental, man. You can't do- <laughs> oh, man. What a, what a weirdo you are. <laughs> Hello, everyone. We're superhero stuff you should know. And if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again we got romance we got action romance we got comedy we got everything you need man come on down to superhero stuff you should know for all your superhero needs uh, ro- I, I don't know about this romance what part are you talking about we've got all kinds of sketches and then deep dives on top of that come on down to superhero stuff you should know all right so come on down to su- wait why did i say come on down to superhero stuff you should know hi listeners i'm carolina and I'm Tessa, and together we are Femme Regard Podcast. Mmm, Femme. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the Femme Fam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. Hey, Toxic here. And Meridon, too. We're the hosts of the Overleague podcast. Are you a fan of Overwatch League or just a fan of Overwatch in general? Well, if you are, we break down matches and all other Overwatch happenings, and we won't judge your main. Tune in every other Tuesday to the Overleague on Geekscape and wherever you get your podcasts. So what's everyone's double feature? <laughs> so my double feature with this would be, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go the Scott Roger route, and I'm going to say, um, I'm just at the movie. I'm at I'm at Blockbuster. Don't know either of these movies. I would get this and the Faculty because oh, of the covers. The covers are identical. Yeah, absolutely well, identical. So, so which you, if you're putting yourself into the the. Wait, wait, the faculty come out in 99 right yeah so it's 1999 and the faculty just came out so you just came out so you get the faculty and you're like well it's two for the price of one so i guess i'll get shrieker um you're probably gonna watch the faculty first right yes i'll probably watch the faculty first and then i'm like oh let's see what shriek is about and then I'm like, oh no, this is <laughs> this is not the faculty. Do you think that you would finish Shrieker? Uh but you got to put yourself in the... no way. I don't know, man. In no in, in fucking 1999, I don't think I let any rental go to waste. That's also very true. I watched Soul Plane in its entirety. <laughs> I watched that. I rented that in Howard and Kumar, and I I watched those. I just picked. Like I said, I picked what I thought was going to be the best first, and boy, was I glad I was wrong because I slugged through Soul Plane and then watched Howard and Kumar, and I'm like, this is incredible. 
Because when I used to go to Blockbuster, I would I would watch them um, like that night, especially when Blockbuster started competing with uh, with Netflix. And oh yeah, started and you weren't paying per rental anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I was re- I was returning movies as much as possible. I think I've talked about this when when that first happened. I would rent i had the blockbuster subscription card where you could get unlimited rentals up to three at a time uh for like ten dollars a month not unlimited though that doesn't make any sense well you could rent like three like you couldn't walk out with like 30 movies like you had to rent three and then return them and get another three and so like i would rent three movies from blockbuster and i had a two uh two discs at a time netflix Oh, yeah. And I had it alternating. So there was always a movie in the mailbox every day. And I would stay at like I would hang out at college until about nine o'clock. And my morning, my first class was always at noon. I'd come home at nine o'clock and I would just sit on the couch and watch four movies, <laughs> go to bed, mail the Netflix, drop off the blockbuster stuff in the morning and then do it all over again the following night. Like it I watched so many fucking movies my freshman semester of college i easily got through like 200 to to like no probably more than that i probably watched a thousand movies that year genuinely Um, i I think we found the problem in your life (laughs) no i think we figured it out too that being said my double feature for this movie as an expert of doing quadruple features are you gonna do a quadruple feature no just saying that you know i've got experience doing this i've seen Um, movies I've i've seen some movies uh i'm gonna go with the concept of kids accidentally summoning some type oh, of monster. You son of a bitch. And I'm going with the gate, baby. Nice choice. <laughs> nice Solid. choice. So which one would you do first? Um, with the knowledge that I have today, probably this and then Shrieker, so that if I fell asleep during Shrieker, I wouldn't feel bad about myself. But if I was renting them as a kid... I'd be like, man, that creature looks fucking dope on the cover of Shrieker. We're kicking off with that. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, if I was going on the Shriek cover, there's cleavage. And so I would be assuming that it would be a smuttier movie. And I'd watch that thinking that there'd be something for me to utilize. And then I could watch the gate uh, during the refractory period. So, um, yeah, I I get what you're saying. So my double feature is uh, Shrieker and Screamers. Okay. Is this the second time you pick Screamers? Yeah, it's not a good movie at all. At all. <laughs> it's it just seems very like useful. You've been duped by it a lot. <laughs> no, no. It's like it's a movie that I'm thinking like if I was with people and I'm doing a theme. It works as a theme. It's not like I I'd sit down and be like, you know, guys, I think we should watch Screamers. It's like, hey guys, let's watch this piece of shit called Shrieker. But based on the title alone and the idea that once you hear it, it's too late, let's watch Screamers. So I'd start with Shrieker. That'd be an easy, that'd be an easy hour. <laughs> and then we watch Screamers and uh, people are like, you know, we should really watch RoboCop. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, that was Shrieker from 1998 as picked by me, baby, me. So <laughs> next year is going to be 
2019 uh next week it'll be 2019 as well uh so we're gonna kick it off with the movie that you guys all voted for i'm very excited because it was picked by me baby me (laughs) and i'm talking about bill and ted's bogus journey insert guitar riff here and then we are going to be kicking (laughs) off 2019 with we got some crazy shit lined up for you guys in 2019 so strap in get ready it's going to be a good time but you know you guys voted thank you bill and ted kicking off the new year thanks for sticking with us all year round Woo! boom Hello everyone, we're Superhero Stuff You Should Know, and if you think you know about superheroes and comic books, think again. We got romance, we got action, we got comedy, we got everything you need, man. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know for all your superhero needs. Uh, I, I don't know about this romance, what part are you talking about? We've got all kinds of sketches, and then deep dives on top of that. Come on down to Superhero Stuff You Should Know! All right, so come on down to, wait, why did I say come on down? To Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Hi listeners, I'm Carolina. And I'm Tessa. And together we are FemRegard Podcast. Mmm, Fem. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the FemFam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.